Hey y'all, it's Carmen. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. And we are going to finish up today on this last series of talks where we have been looking at the four spiritual conditions, being dead and alive, and then either being lost or found. And so past six weeks or so, we've we've gone through and we've talked about being dead and our sins and transgressions and being made alive in Christ. And then we've talked about how we can be lost. And we looked at Luke 15, where Jesus told three parables, uh, the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the lost son. And we've looked at those. And today we're going to look and discuss being found and what that means and what the response can be when this occurs. All right, so let's dive in. We are going to revisit Luke 15, and we're going to pick out the verses in each of those parables where the thing that was lost was found. So I'm going to read Luke 15, verse 6, verse 9. And verses 31 and 32. Actually, let me jump up and read verse 5. And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. Verse 9. And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. 31 and 32. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So in these verses, we see one thing happening. The invitation that has, was given by the person who found either the lost sheep the lady who found the lost coin, and then the father who found his lost son. The invitation here is to rejoice. This word rejoice means sharing in God's grace with another person so that both rejoice together or mutually participating in God's grace. The bare bones of it is we take part in another person's joy. When a lost person is found, Those who are on the outside looking in, those who are within their friend group or family, our only response is to rejoice. Now, I've got a couple more scriptures to piggyback on this idea. Where is someone found? How is someone found? Acts 4.12 says that salvation is found in no one else. Speaking of Jesus, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. So how can someone be found through salvation in Jesus? Now, let's also flip over to Philippians 3. I find this interesting, this scripture here, Philippians 3. We're going to read verses 1 through 11, but I think you'll see some parallels here once I read it. 
Philippians 3, 1-11, Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write the same things to you again, and it is a safeguard for you. Watch out for those dogs, those men who do evil, those mutilators of the flesh. For it is we who are the circumcision, we who worship by the Spirit of God, who glory in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have reason for such confidence. If anyone else thinks he has reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for legalistic righteousness, faultless. But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ." the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. I want to know Christ and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in His sufferings, becoming like Him in His death, and so somehow to attain the resurrection from the dead. What the older brother did not figure out and the younger brother did is the same thing Paul here in Philippians a former Pharisee, he realized, being found in Christ is by far greater than any other life that he could make for himself. Found in Christ and losing the life without Christ is far superior than anything else. The only response to being found is celebration. It's not finger pointing, questioning, or condemnation. The Father in Luke 15 and Jesus wants the main message of being found, accepted, and restored to be because of my love for you. Love is the fuel behind Jesus, quote, finding a person. No effort of the person helped in the found process. All effort was from Jesus. And because of that, we can celebrate when a friend or a family member comes back who was lost and is now found. We who are observing, who may have prayed for that person, we can celebrate. We can rejoice. Why? Because we're not celebrating that person. We're not celebrating their time of lostness. We're celebrating the one who has found him. And that person is Jesus. Let's pray. To God, thank you so much for this time. Thank you that you find us, that you go out and you search until you have found us. And I pray right now for any family or friends of those who are listening, my own family and friends, who may find themselves lost, who may have been home with you at one point, but have 
make decisions that have taken them far away from you. God, would you go out, look for them diligently, call them back to yourself, restore them to a loving relationship with you. God, we know you're able and we know you're willing. And help me not to lean on my own righteousness. I have no righteousness. Only what Jesus has given me. Only what Paul says is a righteousness not his own. Thank you for your word and the truth that we find there and how it can guide our lives and our decisions. I thank you for this time and I pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. I hope you have enjoyed this time together and I sure have. And um, I look forward to seeing you or meeting with you here again next time as we discuss another real Bible truth. I hope you have a great week. God bless. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I hope that you have been encouraged by our time together. Friend, I want you to know that Jesus is so important to me. And I want to share with you that you can have a relationship with Jesus just like I have a relationship with Jesus. There are three easy steps to finding that relationship. Number one, admit that you are a sinner. Number two, believe on Jesus as the only one who can save you because he lived a perfect life. He died on a cross. He was buried in a tomb. And then three days later, he arose from the dead, victorious over sin and death. Believe that he did that for you. And then the third thing to do is to confess. Confess that Jesus Christ is your Savior. It's as easy as that. I want to encourage you, if you have not made that decision to follow Christ and go into a relationship with him, will you do that today? Will you ask Jesus to come in and be a part of your life, to be the Lord and Savior of your life, to be in charge? If you have made that decision today, I would love to hear from you. Please email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com so that I can be encouraging you, praying for you, and sending you some resources to help in your new walk with Christ. Check out more Encouraging Gospel-Centered podcast on the Kingdom Rock Podcast Network at kingdomrock.org. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.